0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Akil Stokes. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about finding your win percentage. And no, I don't mean the actual win percentage of your strategy, rather the win percentage that fits you as a trader. Now, before we get started, if you are brand new to the podcast, thank you for joining. Make sure you take the 10-episode challenge, meaning go back through the hundreds and hundreds of Trading Coach podcast episodes, find 10, preferably ones that match what you're looking for, and give them a listen before you make the decision of whether this is a podcast you want to tune into and subscribe to on a regular basis, or if it's maybe not worth your time. Now, the idea for today came from a recent message that i got and it was a trader uh, really sharing his stats with me he said hey akil i've gone through the strategy development process i've gone through the back testing process and here are my numbers i don't remember him kind of you know word for word but i think he ended up with like a 60 percent return on investment for the year he had like a 40 percent win percentage he shared with me his drawdown numbers and all that fun stuff and he asked the question he says hey Is this system tradable? And of course, being typical smart, you know what, Akil, I'm like, well, I don't know. Is it right? And of course, I gave a good answer after that. But seriously, if you ask someone, is this system tradable? It's not really a question that we can answer because the question is, or a question isn't, I should say, is this system or strategy tradable? Rather, is it? Tradable for you because we all have different goals. We all have different goals as far as what we want our return on investment to be. There are some traders out there who may make 25% a year and they'll be like, hey, you know what? well worth it. There are some people out there that make 25% a year and they're like, "Ah, I'm not worth my time, right? Same thing goes with um, win percentage or or risk per trade, right? Everyone risk a little bit. We have traders out there that say, Hey, I'm willing to risk right if you remember a a podcast episodes ago, there was a trader out there that was risking like 10% per trade, Uh, way too much for me, but who am I to say that it's not too much for them? Um, there are other traders out there that said, "Hey, I'm, I'm never risking more than 1.5% per trade, right?" And there's no wrong or right answer. Well, I guess there is a wrong or right answer if it doesn't create you profit and it ends up driving you broke. But I guess that's still the the right answer for you as long as you know what you're getting into. The point is, when we're looking at trading statistics, the question is, we're not we're not trying to answer the question of is it a good strategy for someone else? We want to answer the question of, is it a good strategy for us? And sometimes that's hard to determine. So I went back and forth with this trader. We had some dialogue and he was very happy with the return on investment. 60%, I think we'd all agree that is fantastic. Uh, The part that he was a little bit iffy on was the win percentage. And that's the part that he mainly asked about. And the win percentage was about 40%. And the idea, or I guess the problem was that he wasn't sure if he could handle winning 40% of the time or not, right? 40% is obviously you're going to lose more trades than you win, which is mentally taxing. But at the same time, you're making a pretty good return on investment, which is mentally beneficial. And you typically don't kind of understand if or what you can handle until you actually get involved in it. And that's part of the the self-development journey as a trader. You know, I'm currently trading something right now that is brand new to me called the DKC, right, the the Double Keltner Channel Strategy. And it's brand new to me in a a few ways. It is the first indicator based strategy that I've traded. Uh, It's indicator and price action based, but it's the first strategy that relies heavily on indicators as far as like um, a substantial part of the signal. Um, in a long time. I haven't done that since the before good trader Akil years. Um, It's also the first strategy that I've traded that is well below my comfort zone as far as win percentage goes. You see, in my personal trading DKC aside, which is day trading specific, I'm typically about a 45 to 55 percent trader. When I'm hot, I'm hitting at 60. When I'm cold, I'm hitting at 40. But essentially, I win just as much as I lose. And over the years, I've become very comfortable with that. This specific strategy, it's in the 30s um, consistently. And I'm talking high 30s at its best. I think at its best, it's like 38%. Uh, It usually ranges somewhere in the 35. So it's a much lower win percentage than I'm used to. And the interesting thing is this my entire kind of coaching or in a coaching, I guess coaching life, yeah, because when I was trading, I didn't even think about you know, the idea of like, what's a good win percentage or not. I was just worried about making money. When I started coaching, I started understanding more of kind of the the differences between me and you and other people and psychological stuff. And I would always tell traders that, you know, my threshold for a win percentage on a strategy whenever I'm testing is 40%. Um, I am comfortable with anything that wins over 40%. I'm not sure if I would be comfortable with anything that wins under 40%. If you look at my trading partner, Jason Greystone, his is a little higher. His is 50%. He needs to win at least just as much as he loses just to stay psychologically balanced. And so it's interesting that someone like me whose threshold has been 40%, again, there's no there's no magic math behind that number. That's just kind of the level that I, I, I feel that I would start kind of getting frustrated at, um, but It's funny that I I have that kind of threshold, yet I decided to trade a strategy that is below that threshold. And it made me realize this, right? Because currently I'm going through a drawdown in that strategy. I'm I'm on week three of trading it live and the drawdown seems much worse than it is, right? So the drawdown seems horrible because I'm hitting at about 32%, right? I think this past week um, alone, it was like a 22%. I think I had like two wins and nine losses, something like that, or two wins and seven losses, something like that. And it seems horrible because of the amount of wins and losses, the percentage, and based on what I'm usually used to. But if you look at the return on investment or the drawdown, I should say, the the drawdown total through the three weeks that I've been trading it is only about 2%, which isn't bad at all. So it's interesting how one figure being out of the norm makes something seem a lot more worse than it is. We can go into a whole other podcast episode about that, how traders get consumed over win percentage and losing streaks and stuff like that. And they make their situation seem worse than it is. And they quit and bail and switch strategies and all this fun stuff. Um, But we have to keep in mind what really matters. And what's interesting about this is I, I try to flip everything to be a positive. Now I try to look at the lesson in, in every kind of situation in life. And, and yes, I'm in this drawdown. It doesn't. It's, it's three weeks of trading. It ultimately, doesn't matter at all. This is a very small sample size, so I'm not concerned by one bit. Um, plus, I have the back testing stats that kind of warn me about this. But looking at the positive of it, and especially when answering this trader's question, it's interesting because. Although we have these levels that we think we have to be at, I have to be above 50%, I have to be above 60%, I bet over time that changes, right? We can adapt. And I'm looking at this situation right now where I'm trading a strategy that is probably going to hit, again, anywhere between 35 and 38%. And I bet eventually that will become the new norm. So let's say I I find a strategy in the future that is in the mid-30s, instead of being scared poopless, right, about trading it. It'll now be like, oh yeah, I can handle this. And it's an interesting part of our journey as traders. It's no different than like um, a diet, right? If you try to go from eating one thing that you know maybe you want to quit and you just quit cold turkey, it's gonna be pretty difficult to kind of get away from it. You're gonna kind of relapse and go back. But if you slowly wean yourself out of it. It makes the change that much easier. I think of myself with um, with coffee, right? I'm not a big coffee. Well, I'm a big coffee guy, but I, I don't really like coffee. So when I first started, yeah, I'm addicted. That's why. If you're asking yourself, well, how 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 do you drink a lot of coffee but you don't like coffee? I'm addicted, all right? I, I can admit it, right? That's the first step to recovery is admitting my addiction. I don't need it. I just want it all the time when I trade, right? That's, that's cool, right? Right? Um, Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so when I first started taking drinking, taking coffee, right, when I started right into my veins, when I first started drinking coffee, um, I thought it was disgusting. Um, But, you know, I was addicted, so I had to have it. So I would load up my coffee with like a bunch of creamer, a bunch of sugar. It was like white. That's how bad it was. Um, And then, you know, this was after I got out of college and I'm I'm not as athletic as I used to be. I'm not working out the same way I used to be. So I started putting on weight. And of course, in that journey of trying to figure out like, hey, why am I putting on weight? I noticed that, hey, well, I'm pouring like cups and cups of sugar into my coffee twice a day. So I decided to wean myself off, off of coffee, uh, off of sugar in the coffee, I should say. And for you guys that have with, been with me for a while, you'll remember the stories of like, I tried butter. I tried like coconut oil, all these weird things I found on the Internet that didn't really work. Um, and I couldn't do it. I, I went right back after I, I tried no coffee or no sugar or no creamer, the butter, coconut oil. I went right back to just loading it up. And then I decided to wean myself off of it. So instead of just going cold turkey and cutting the sugar, instead of putting in like, you know, two spoons of sugar, let's just put in one spoon of sugar. And I did that for a while and it tasted bitter at first, but then I got used to it. Then I went from two spoons of sugar to no sugar, right? Just creamer, right? And then, you know, stunk for a while. It was horrible. I didn't like it, but then I got used to it, right? And I bet if I really, even at this point, I started putting in less and less creamer, right? The point is... The threshold that I thought I could never break through before, right, it, it is you are able to break through it. You just have to do it slowly. So think about yourself as a new trader. And maybe you have these strategies that work and you're saying, Akhil, I got this, this awesome strategy. It works. It just doesn't produce the amount of profit or the win percent, excuse me, isn't where I want it to be. Don't necessarily scrap that strategy, right? Maybe it's not the strategy for you right now, but put it to the side, especially if it's something profitable. Find a strategy that works for you as a new trader. Find something that hits 50%, 60%, something that, you know, when you're new, you kind of you need that motivation, you need that encouragement, you need that slap on the back to know you're doing well, right? But as we evolve as a trader, I think you'll find it that you value wins less and less. As a newer trader, it's all about winning and winning and winning and winning. As a veteran trader, it's all about process. So although you need it 60% to hit 60% at the beginning, maybe now going down to 50% because you're used to dealing with drawdowns, you're used to the ebbs and flows of your equity curve, now 50% is is cool. Right? Now maybe you go to 50% and then maybe you know years later you go back to this strategy that was 40% and now like you know win percentage matters even less because it's all about risk management and average risk reward. You understand kind of the dynamics of the market more. Now you can go back to the strategy, which you avoid it rightfully so in the past because the win percentage was low. Now you can add it to your portfolio and have something else that makes you an awesome return. So you don't need to do that at once, right? The, the first part of trading is just survival for your first few years. Do something that's going to allow you to hopefully, you know, first and foremost, don't go broke if you can stay even break even you're winning if you can make some profit you're you're doing extra good just survive those first couple of years and, and in those first couple of years you're going to learn so much about the markets you're going to learn so much about your strategy you're going to learn so much about yourself then, as you mature, you're going to be able to go back and revisit old things, and you may be more comfortable trading them because you have a different view of the values in the market. Speaking of value, guys, if you value this podcast, do me a favor. Subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this at. Make sure you leave me a rating and review, and please share this with your social media network. So, retweet this episode. Share your favorite episode. Leave me a comment, right? If you're on Spotify, you can leave it right under the episode, or hit me up on social media at Akil Stokes R. RTM. We've been doing a great job of growing this podcast to the point where you guys have demanded five episodes a week. So now I got to try to keep up with that. Um, But I love it. I love having these conversations. They're good for you. They're good for me. And they're good for the trading community. All right. Until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.